Gloria Moraga. This is One on One. This is a podcast about communication. I talk about politics and how we need to talk about politics so that we understand it. I talk about work, talking with coworkers and bosses. I talk about families and conversation, food and conversation. Sometimes I just want to have fun and I talk about movies. Talk about the movies I've seen. Please subscribe. I need subscribers. And share. And comment. I miss comments. I am working today on writing a couple of daily podcast episodes that run now through Thursday, November 26th. You know what that means. Thursday, November 26th is Thanksgiving in the United States, and it is my favorite holiday. Because yes, there's a lot of food. You spend time with people you love, and you spend the day thinking about the things that you're thankful for. I spend much of my life trying and oftentimes failing to be thankful. You know, it's not easy. It is not easy. There is a lot going on right now, and there is much to complain about. I've never had a problem finding something to complain about. Also, the holidays. Now, I sometimes plunge into depression during the holidays, and this began when my mom died around the winter holidays. She suffered from stomach cancer for two years before we lost her, and I remain to this day filled with regret and sorrow for the time I did not have with her. And right now, I'm working to be thankful for the time I did have her in my life. And that's tough. I'm not alone. Many people suffer from winter or holiday blues. So, yep, it's tough going when the sun is replaced by gray skies and it's dark and gloomy in the afternoons. It always helps me when I focus on what I'm thankful for. And so I'm going to talk about things I'm thankful for. And I've begun writing and these things are not really things, some of them. They are, some of them, intangible. Some are not. But everything has a communications thing because everything, I mean everything, comes back to communications. At work, with family, with friends, about politics, over food, at the movies. You get me. I know you know what I'm talking about. So what are you thankful for? Think about it. So this is part one. Thankful. Thankful for science. I am thankful that I'm living in a time of science and scientific miracles. I'm thankful for the ability to communicate my thanks to doctors and nurses and scientists. I say to them right now, thank you. You go above and beyond the call of duty and you work for the betterment of humanity. I'm not sure how all of you feel about vaccines, but I am a staunch believer in science and in vaccines. That doesn't mean I always blindly follow my doctor's advice. Please listen to some of my podcasts like The Fall and How to Talk to Your Doctor. I challenge any and everything when it comes to decisions about my health. So listen to those podcasts. I've written about this stuff. But, and here comes a big but, I'm so thankful for the work that has been done on the COVID vaccine. Here's why. I did some research on the 10 worst epidemics in history, and I'm going to include the link in the article. All of this is going to be on my website. 
I won't go into all the ways millions of people died, but let me talk about one. The first one in recorded history. Quote, Plague of Justin Tidian. J-U-S-T-I-N-I-A-N. Justin Tidian? Hit humanity between 541 and 542 A.D. It was responsible for the highest number of lives lost in an epidemic in history. Estimates believe 100 million people died during this time. And that means half of the world's population died. This plague spread so quickly because it was carried on the backs of rodents whose fleas were infected with the bacteria. These rats traveled worldwide on trading ships and helped spread the infection from China to Northern Africa, all over the Mediterranean. Thousands of people died daily at the height of this destructive plague. And that's end quote. So that is the plague of Justin Tinney. 100 million people died. Context, I will say, the black or bubonic plague killed 50 million. And HIV AIDS has killed 39 million people so far. Fast forward to now, 2021. So far, the coronavirus, COVID-19, has killed 5 million people worldwide. And yes, it's been horrible. It's been horrible for the people who've died and for the loved ones of people who've died. But this is why I'm blessed and thankful. Without science, this disease could have killed millions more of us the virus is strong. It's crafty. As someone said, it doesn't have anything else to do but mutate and kill us. I'm vaccinated. I have two of the Pfizer vaccine shots. And in October, I got the booster and a flu vaccine. Okay, I know, I know. Tomorrow, I could get hit by a truck, but I'm not going to die from COVID-19. So far, as I said, this pandemic has killed 5 million people worldwide, but not me and not you. Dear listeners, not you. Thank God. Yes, I'm afraid. I was afraid of this, and I still am. Because here's a list of COVID symptoms. It, this is how it starts. High temperature and fever. Chills or shivers. Persistent cough. Loss or change in smell change or loss of taste. Some of this never comes back if you recover. Headache, fatigue, sore throat, confusion, delirium. But here is the real kicker. This is what happens when it's too late and you are going to die because of the COVID-19 virus. And I include a number of links, but this is a quote and you'll see these, these links to these quotes. Since the coronavirus attacks the lungs, it hampers the intake of oxygen. People with worsening COVID-19 show up in the emergency room because they are having trouble breathing. As their lungs deteriorate, they have a harder and harder time of getting enough oxygen with each breath, meaning they need to breathe faster and faster, up from an average of about 14 times per minute to 30 to 40 times. And such Gasping can bring about a very real sense of panic. 
No shit. I mean, I always kind of, when I can't breathe properly, start to feel panicky. And this, the quote goes on. It feels like a band across their chest or that the lungs are on fire or like a thousand bees are stinging them from inside their chest. Others might have thick secretions in their lungs that make it feel like they are trying to breathe through muck. Many people say it feels like they are being smothered. So now, if you're at this point, you are isolated, alone in an ICU unit. And this increases a person's risk for delirium and a state of confusion. And this results in agitation, fear, and anger. When you get to this point where you can no longer breathe, it's time for the ventilator. And once that ventilator goes on and goes in, there is a 40 to 50% chance of death. Now, I'm going to stop there. I, I don't want to read anymore. And if you want to read more, I'll have the links. But I want to get back to thankfulness and positivity and science, because this is the point of this post and this podcast. The death I described hasn't happened to me, hasn't happened to more of us because of the vaccines. So here I'm sharing the COVID vaccine timeline. This vaccine was developed and distributed in historic record time. So here's how it went down, and this is a very shortened version of what happened. 2019, the SARS CoV 2 virus responsible for COVID 19 pandemic started killing people in China at the end of 2019. January 2020, China locked down the country. A billion people locked down. The virus was not contained. February 2020, COVID arrives in Europe and North America. Now, at this point in America, the president was saying, oh, it's nothing, no, no, no. I, and that's what he was saying to us, but to Bob Woodward, he was saying, Bob Woodward of the Washington Post, who did an interview with him, was saying, it's bad, it's really bad. Scientists and medical communities were sure we would need an immunization program to deal with this killer virus. But vaccines take time. Before COVID-19, the fastest vaccine ever developed was for the mumps. The mumps vaccine was developed in 1967, and it took four years, and it killed quite a lot of people before it was developed. Usually, it takes 10 to 15 years to bring a vaccine to the public. March 2020, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, launches Operation Warp Speed. OWS. The goal is to fast track a vaccine. U.S. provided funds to companies so they did not have to spend company funds on large scale clinical trials. Two companies, Moderna and Pfizer, decided to pursue a theory about vaccine technology. The technology is mRNA vaccines. Madeira got money from the U.S. government, but Pfizer was supported by a similar program out of Germany. Now, just as an FYI, messenger RNA vaccines teach our cells how to make a protein that will trigger an immune response inside our bodies. 
like all vaccines, mRNA vaccines benefit people who get vaccinated by giving them protection against diseases like COVID-19 without risking the potential serious consequences of getting sick. July-August 2020, the mRNA vaccine technology put Moderna and Pfizer at the front of the race to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Both companies published Phase 1 and Phase 2 clinical trial data in July-August 2020. Phase three begins clinical trials on humans. Okay, that went on from August till November. Early November 2020, the results of the clinical trials show Pfizer and Madura's efficacy rate is 95%. That's great. By the end of 2020, both companies began producing enough vaccine for 20 to 50 million doses. They had developed a vaccine in a quarter of the time it took to develop one for months. Early 2021, doses of the vaccine began being distributed. Early 2021, a modern freaking miracle, people. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I'm Gloria Moraga, alive and well in California, feeling blessed feeling thankful for science, for something called mRNA, messenger RNA. See? Messenger, communication. Cells communicating with each other and protecting us. See, we need to communicate with each other better. Please subscribe, please share. The transcript of this podcast is on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. I also have a timeline there. I use some new graphics. I have some graphics of some of the pictures that, that come with this post. So I hope you'll take a look at my post. It's on GloriaMoraga.com. Please subscribe. Please share. I'm Gloria Moraga. Happy Thanksgiving week. What are you thankful for? See you tomorrow.